The Democratic administration of Barack Obama has overseen the appointment of Sonia Sotomayor, a Latino woman with undeniable skills and a family story to match, as the first Hispanic in the history of America to become a justice of the Supreme Court. Obama has also committed himself to immigration reform, an issue on which the first African-American president of the United States can expect to find some surprising supporters among Texas's business elite, which has historically tended to be closer to the Republicans and to George W. Bush. In April 2009, Jeff Mosley, CEO of the Greater Houston Partnership, told the U.S. Senate that the notion that immigrants were a drain on America's resources was nonsense, that they were more likely to be net fiscal contributors that they mostly complement rather than compete with domestic workers, and that cracking down on illegals has had a perverse effect in Texas, distorting patterns of circular migration and encouraging the use of people smugglers who tend also to be involved in drug trafficking. All the while, New Mexico's governor, Bill Richardson, the son of a Latino woman, is seen by many as one of the best reserves of the Democratic Party for a future presidential nomination. One should also watch out for people like Martinez Fisher or Rafael Anchia himself, Illinois' Gary Chico, California's U.S. Congressman Javier Becerra, or Linda Chavez Thompson. In any case, the United States is set to become the next Latin American country, and the rest of the world— Britain and the rest of Europe in particular will have to accommodate that fact. Latinos on the rise in the U.S. and Amer Indians in power in places like Bolivia are the elements of one of the most interesting stories that will unfold over the course of the 21st century. But the story that will be unfolding in our future will also evoke memories of times past, and it can only be understood in that context. It is fitting that Bolivia is the place that has emerged as a sign of the new times. After all, it was there that the history of globalization started in earnest. The origins of our world lie in the 16th century. Our global world emerged on the back of the Spanish-American silver peso, and our global consciousness owes much to those who— in order to defend themselves and their lands in the brave new world brought about by the universal hunger for silver and gold, paid the ultimate price. The history of their dream of solidarity and connectedness may be more relevant now than ever before, for it is also our history, the history of the idea of equality. Scholars now know that the international diffusion of the Spanish-American silver peso between the 16th and 18th centuries transformed it into the first truly global metallic currency. It was thanks to this transformation that a new international circuit of unequal exchanges and relations took form. It changed everything. It changed the domestic markets and societies of Europe, the Americas, Asia, and Africa forever, and with them also the lives of millions of people. Those who, among them, 
faced expropriation and extinction, rekindled the dream of solidarity and connectedness of their forebears, and on that basis recognized what was wrong with the new world. They also understood it was not enough to have an idea of equality. They had to act on it. The point was to change the world. It remains one of the most remarkable stories waiting to be told.